think that's a good a good episode, Hotel Edition. All right, Brady, if you're ready to go, I'm ready to go. Here we go in three, two, one. Hello there, guys. It's the Not A Competition Memorial Podcast. We're here today with my co-host, Mario Adamo. And I am Sean Brady, bringing you week three of the fantasy football season. Rest in peace to all teams that have passed on. <laughs> oh my gosh, Brady, I'm happy to be here. I can't, I don't know if you are. Wow. Um, <laughs> so who are we, who is this memorial for? Anyone that started 0-2? Um, yeah. If you started 0-2, you have lost the season. You should just trade all your good players to me if I'm in your league. If I'm not in your <laughs> league, uh, just send them to the way they are. Let them... Let them know what it feels like. I'll to be say, honest. like, of course, like, you're never going to go perfect. Like, you're always going to have some losses. And, like, I'll say splitting 1-1 one and one the first two weeks is fine. 2-0, and oh, it feels great. But going 0-2 oh just feels like, okay, where did we go wrong? Like, uh, just an instance. I know in our home league, we have someone who auto-drafts every single year, always does a great run. They're 2-0. and oh. They have a great stack of Josh Allen, mm-hmm. Stephon Diggs who maybe we were mocking at one point because they're like, that's too early to take both those players. Well, they just put up 80 points together, so that's fine. They're 2-0 and versus you have someone who, like, scans the data, makes calculated picks, all that jazz, and they're 0-2. It's like, how does fantasy work? I don't get it. It was, it, it's been, the first week was just, like, a little bit of fluctuation, a lot of underachievement from players people thought would be good and some overachievement from other players and a lot of confusing um, how should I put this confusing usages so people thinking Cole Komet is gonna get a bunch of work and Mom. he gets nothing or people think that Travis Etienne's gonna be the guy Mom. and it's like no Robinson's, Robinson's the guy or Cam Akers and Henderson. A lot of yeah. that in week one. Week two was the story was, did you have one of the guys who just went for 30 points on your team? <laughs> and then it's like, yes. It, it, you could draw the diagram. You start at the top. It's called, did you win fantasy okay. week two? First question. Did you have a non-QB player who scored over 30 points? If it's yes, then you go to the next area here. Did your opponent have a player who scored <laughs> over 30 points? If that's no, you can just go right to, I won week two column. If it's yes, then you have to look at the rest of your team and you have a normal fantasy matchup. And then if you didn't have a player who did 30, it's like, did your opponent, you go right into loss if they did. And you have to go and see where you go from there. So it was really a week of just like really high performances. Oh my god! I'm like looking at that because I know someone in our home league, in my home league, uh, someone had Lamar Jackson go off for 42 points and still lost because their opponent had Aaron Jones, Tyreek Hill, Mike Williams, and mm-hmm. the Bills defense. And it's just like, <laughs> right? It's like you would think 42 from one well, player is th- enough, and it's like not when two players have 60. I've I've had a very in your league my league my performance has been standard. Um, I just got some luck benefit. 
So I got 101 to 69 was my matchup this week. I had Jalen Hurts get 33, which not too crazy. Like, you know, if you go from a wide receiver who gets 10 and then they get 40 that week, that's a 30-point increase. Jalen Hurts gets 23 and now got 33, 10%, a 10-point increase. So not a super crazy game, not a great game that's going to win you your league that, that week. Um, and then the rest of my players just did their job. 10, 8, 13, 4, 8, 10, 6, 4 from Justin 7. Jefferson. Just a standard team game. It didn't matter. Justin Jefferson took this one off after last <laughs> week. But then I went up against uh, Amon Ra St. Brown, who got 30 points, was projected for 9. So that's like a 21-point uh, increase. You don't love that so much. But I got helped out because Trey Lance was his starter over Aaron Rodgers. So he lost, six, he lost 14 points by making that decision. And then on top of that, he had Derrick Henry have a pretty slow day with 8.5. You really yeah. want more out of him. Cordero Patterson didn't do anything. He played Gabe Davis with the hopes, I guess, that he would play Monday, and that didn't pan out, so he gave him yeah. a goose egg. And Travis Kelsey had a five spot. So a lot of underperformances paired with his 30 that gave me the edge here. Um, if you told me, hey, next week, one of your players who normally scores 10 is going to score 30, I'd be like, ooh, I'm going to have a good score. He's got 69 <laughs> points. Amon Ra did half of it. Like, so it, it really is uh, a wild, wild week. You had 123, I see here. Um, and yours wasn't even sparked by like a 30-point positional player. You had the 26-point Bucks defense go off. A strong showing from the rest of your players. Not Nothing crazy. They all just did their job with maybe the exception of Tom Brady. Um, so you had like a pretty standard game, but you just swapped your defense score with your QB score. <laughs> so you had like just a good week in You're this so league. Right. But it's crazy how many people scored so much. Yeah, definitely a big one. And also with like, I think Swift was a top five um, running back this week. And maybe in PPR, maybe not in standard, but he only had 14. In he only standard, had 14 standard points. Was, I think. Like that, it was not a running back week. Crazy. I think he finished fourth in standard with fourteen point seven. <laughs> Which, when you look at it, you know that's eighty yards, eighty-seven yards in a touchdown. Yeah. Let's say, in standard scoring, um, which usually is like a, maybe a top ten guy, but like, not usually not fourth. It's because all the scoring was being done by wide receivers this week. So anybody who drafted high. While they look at the first week and they're like, what happened to my late Travis Etienne pick? Oh, my God. He was supposed to be my RB1. And they're they're panicking. They go into this week and their boys getting their wide receiver they picked up early is getting them 40 points. So they can just kind of hang out and chill. But, um, yeah, it's just a lot of a lot of this is the toughest. We're getting into the toughest couple weeks here, which is like, like you said, when you're. I'm 2-0 in this league Rats. here. Um, I don't have much to evaluate on this team. It's kind of just solid. Um, you, though, on the other hand, you have some players that are tough. Tom Brady. I think that's two straight games with, like, 10 points, basically. You have Austin Eckler, who hasn't been bad. Not fourth overall. He's been not what you paid. Yeah, not what you paid for there. 
So there's there's thing, decisions to be made. Do you want to trade people? You have um, some good performance out of Robinson here, but um, a little bit more. It was like a 50-50 game more than that first week. So, um, you know, uh, Cam Akers, another one. If you didn't have the depth that this team has, that's something that a team who's 2-0 like you can put him on your bench Eh, we'll we'll keep him for a bit. See how it goes. A team that has him as their second running back and is zero and two is like, what the fuck do I do? I have to solve this problem now. Yeah. So we we in this league at least have time to like feel out our players that we're not too sure about here. Um, I got Kamara on my bench last week, so that was like, is that my first pick? No, that was my second pick after Jefferson, I believe. So. There's a lot for us to figure out, but neither of us panicking in this league. You have anything more to say about home your league, home league? I mean, uh, just to toot the horn that I won this week. Love to see that with the 123. Definitely panicking about my quarterback situation. If Tom Brady had any other name, I think I would drop him at this point. I have him and Kirk Cousins, two quarterbacks in like the 20s range, which you don't want. But this, my home league has always been very QB hungry. Everybody rosters two. Some guys have three, like the Dak guy. He's keeping Dak, but I think he has a, a third quarterback on his roster. So, do you want Jameis ugh. Winston? That I, that's the thing. It's like I'm looking. It's like all the top ten guys are taken, and it's like because some people have two, some people just. I think there's some good quarterbacks still on the way. Yeah, Jared there. Goff's available. Have you heard? Yeah, I was gonna say, have you heard of Jared Goff? You know, he had a top ten quarterback year in the past. God. And his offense looks great right now. Like, possible steal right there. Um, Garoppolo's an okay, like, fill-in kind of guy. You don't want him to really be your leader, but he's an okay Garoppolo fill-in. Garoppolo, 16 points. That would have done better than either quarterback on my roster. But we're we're under the assumption <laughs> that Kirk Cousins will be better on a non-primetime game. Tom Brady, honestly, might be droppable. But, like, we just we have to hold for just a little bit longer. I don't know if he's droppable. You're two and zero. It's oh, not like I a panic out here. I hate <laughs> this is what I said. You can hold Tom Brady for three weeks, and then see if he turns into last year. Or not. Yeah, we'll have to see. We're holding Tom Brady. Maybe Kirk Cousins. Maybe Jared Goff or Kirk Cousins. It's gonna be a lot to look at here. But we also. Well, speaking yeah. of Tom Brady. Oh, no, sorry. Did you have more no, in your that's league? It, I was that's gonna it. segue us. They're all bums. All right. <laughs> Speaking of Tom Brady, uh, that brings us to my friends league that I also talk about here, um, where I have Tom Brady. It's now a two QB league, so I have Tom Brady, Joe Burrow. It's if you would have told me, if you would have looked me in my eyes and told me that Joe Burrow would have had a better week when he had four interceptions <laughs> and a fumble, fantasy score wise, than last week against Dallas. He had 18 in the first week, 16 and a half in the second week. So not the production you want out of Burrow, but not like dog shit. Tom Brady, not the production you want out of him and kind of dog shit. So that team's panicking. We have two people on the bench. We have Winston, who put up 18 the first week, but put up like seven last week. And then we have Trevor Lawrence, who has been like middle of the road i think he put up like 15 and then like 16 again better than tom Br- uh, better than tom brady or trevor lawrence 
literally better than everybody but Burrow on this team. Um, so maybe there's some questions there. But if they were 2-0, and I wouldn't have any questions. I keep playing my boys if we lose, whatever. Um, but they're not 2-0. This team, even though it's a solid team, we had a bad week one uh, with this team. Um, the usual score in this league, like if you get over 130, you're in the mix to win um, for sure. Um, and maybe it's a little higher this year because now we have the extra QB spot. So it might be like 140, 150 you're looking at. Um, to be in a winning position this last week, all of us, I scored 162 lost to someone who scored 170. Um, and everybody's in that 160 or higher range, except for the guy who always comes in last at 143. Um, but it's just, everybody did well last week. And I, again, I didn't have a player who was really like a monster. Um, like so many, I, I went up against St. Brown again, who got 39.4 cause it's PPR. Um, yeah, so that hurt. Kyler Murray was good um, towards the end of that game. And then the Buffalo defense put the final nail in my coffin. Um, so it's tough out here. The team's strong. I know the team can win. It's just like I'm a little worried about it. Um, which is opposed to my other team. We'll take it to my home league now where we both have teams. My other team's one and one. So they they stole one off you in the first week because your team did real bad. This week my team put up sixty nine. This is a this is a league where you try and get like in the nineties you have a shot at it over a hundred you're probably looking good for it, um, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I got sixty nine this week. What did I last week was like seventy eight to seventy two. Our match was so last like week. so my team is consistently scoring <laughs> like seventy points. Um, and so you start looking at like McCaffrey and you're like McCaffrey, not a lot happening here. Cordero has a down week. Dak got hurt week one. So Jameis Winston's pulling the reins out here. It's the second week in a row, um, where my QB has scored under eight points. (laughs) Um, so I'm just, it's just been a rough, a rough time for this, this team. Damian Pierce bouncing back a little this week, but not the kind of guy you want to look at. Devontae Adams came out the gate swinging with a 12, 12 yards and a touchdown in like the first quarter, playing in front of his family. Playing and then uh, family. he took the rest of the game he off. He was going to be my mortal lock. He never caught. But uh, we, we just, you know, picked our things too soon before that info came out. And I'm so glad I did. He played in front of his family. Right. What happened? In the first quarter, he had t- two receptions for 12 yards and a touchdown. That's his final stat line. The game went to oh. overtime. <laughs> the man had five quarters to get something That's done. And his scum ass, and not even his scum ass, but like the team scum ass didn't happen. Another inconsistent Metcalf game. It's just this team's got some work to do. Mark Andrews finally showed up. But, um, again, Nick Folk, who was, I was told was agent. the second coming, um, not really, not really happening for him. So we got a lot, a lot to do on this team. Lucky win the first week to hopefully keep us in it for a bit until like we can get something going. Maybe one of the guys on our bench steps up. Godwin comes back. There's, uh, there's some work to do on this team, but you had a big win in this league over my beautiful wife. 
um, who scored, my wife scored the second most points in the league this year, uh, this weekend, you scored the first, taking her down with a um, huge game from Lamar Jackson, a big game from Christian Kirk. As well as who who wrapped it up for you here at the end? I thought that I thought you had somebody wrapping it up like the last week, uh, the last day, but I guess not. I don't see anybody here. Oh, da- Dawson Knox got you the four point one you needed um, to really put that there distance. There was almost you. had to bench Dawson Knox. Really, it comes down to Dalvin yep. Cook. Dalvin Cook couldn't get it done for Lindsay. Lindsay had Jared Allen, Dalvin Cook um, coming up. She was projected to tie you at like one twenty. Allen did his job getting 30 points, but Dalvin Cook did not show up um, to the rest of it here. So, big win for Mario. Are no, you 2-0? Oh, one no, you're 1-1. One one the first also, week obviously. we put up 69 points and we lost. This week we put up 120, yeah, almost that's doubled. Pretty good. 69 points yeah, I can't is embarrassing. I that can't. exact number. <laughs> so, this one, I mean, we feel good. Zeke might get the bench next week, though. Honestly, like... Two bad weeks from him. He was our third-round pick. Um, but we have the depth, I think. Like, we have Daryl Henderson, who's been performing. Austin Eckler was a keeper. We think mm-hmm. Montgomery kind of shifts in. A.J. Dillon had a down week. We almost picked him in. But, um, yeah, I don't know. We got to just solve that. But, Lamar, shout out. It- it's tough out here. Tough, 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 tough. <laughs> just looking at these uh, upcoming matchups, man. It's going to be tough for, for both teams. I think your team's in a stronger we spot. We hope so. We, we, this is the one we want two times in a row. We're going for the three-peat. We're going for the dynasty of robbing Brady's friends for money. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely the the weakest your team has been going into um, a run, as opposed to last year. You were a little stronger um, yeah. coming in. Not much on the on the – on the waiver wire so too fan. i'm seeing i think we still have big benches yeah the so. benches are still big so it's i mean the only thing i'm kind of looking at this point is like maybe a defense but tampa bay has been doing me right uh jacksonville jaguars third highest They've, defense. they're is, crazy oh because they had 21 points against indy so they just shellacked indy yeah that'll do it indy looks, indy like, looks like poo-poo, poo-poo but we're hoping that's only because Pittman was hurt we're hoping Pittman can come back and be great still but oh, Devonte Adams. This is a this is a long, it's long r- reprise. But Devonte Adams this week had an eighteen percent target share. We kind of already talked about how he was asked. Never in Green Bay yeah. did he have below twenty percent target share. And this is something I was worried about when he came, when he came to uh, Vegas. Is that Aaron Rodgers is that type of guy to just say fuck you? I'm forcing it. I'm, like, ignoring everything else, and I'm just blinders throwing it to the best guy on the field. Where Carr's not that kind of guy. He doesn't right, have that right. dog in him. <laughs> That's fair. You're you're right. He does not have that dog in him. But, you know, I don't know, man. The, the fantasy team, I think I went one and four this week. Like, all my, uh, the, my work league lost Ooh. as well. We did a good performance. We almost brought it back at the end, but we I think we lost by like two or three. And then uh, in the Dynasty League, I think I lost. I don't even know if I checked, to be honest, but I'm pretty sure I lost. I might have lost like on Sunday. I might not have had anybody else left. Um, it's tough out here. It's tough in these streets. I'm hoping that the good players start doing good. 
and we get a little bit more parity through the league, not these big 30, 40 point scorers. Because when you go against that, it's just. Oh, what my God. Do you so, what you're saying here? is that the commissioner, NFL needs to nerf these big performances and start buffing these other guys. We just don't have balance in the league right now. Right, right. Call up Blizzard, call up Riot. The NFL should have people watching, and if you're throwing to Justin Jefferson 15 times, and he already has 150 yards and two touchdowns, they have to trank him, <laughs> and you have to throw to like the other players on oh the team. Oh my god! But that's it for how our fantasy teams are doing. Let's talk about our league draft yeah. a little bit here, because there has oh been changes. My lord, it is oh a changing. Lord. I don't know I if you haven't. checked it out yet. Mario was ahead last week, six to seven. Um, I mean, I had six, he had seven. And um, that brings us to this week, Mario. Could you just read the scores out for us? Cause I, I will. You know, I'll do this for I'd you, Brady, because you went one and four in your fantasy matchup. So Brady's currently ahead in our season-long league draft. He's up 18 to 13. Um, and of course, we both still have that tie. Mm-hmm. Painful. I still... I have a couple mm-hmm. two loss, uh, yeah, two loss dudes. Um, I guess you do as well. But Bengals, for instance, was like my third overall pick. They look like booty. That's a big red flag there. Titans zero yeah. and two. Yeah, that's not Raiders zero and two. You have the biggest busts. I have one, uh, the Colts. But like outside Colts of that, got the tie. like my bad guys Colts are doing got bad. Tie. The Colts got What's you the tie. Right, yeah. it's better than nothing. <laughs> I only have one team that's lost both about, games. Can we talk about? I Panthers. remember at the end of the league draft, how there was like the two New York teams left, and I was like, "Oh, right." And you thought you were getting them. You were like, "I'm getting these two. I already know who's coming back." And then oh I took my both. God, them. Giants two <laughs> and oh, and they between them have three wins <laughs> and Crazy. one loss, and your two picks. Have three losses and a tie. Your bottom, bottom two have three wins. If I want three wins starting at the bottom, I have to go one, two, three, four, five teams. Five teams equal three wins. Bears, Seahawks, <laughs> Jaguars. Well, here's the thing. My my bottom two have three wins. If you want to have three wins starting from the top of your team, you have to go two picks oh my also. God. Packers, Packers, same record as the Jets. Just as right we now, all so predicted. Great work by you. Tough. Yeah, if you if this was a two week league, technically the correct choice was to choose the Giants over the oh. Packers, which obviously. obviously, I got the best team in the league as my like ninth pick, and your and your ass sitting over here. Who's your best stunner? The Dolphins. The, we might have picked them like the same number pick too. It, it, it might be not. Yeah, I picked you the, picked Eagles the Eagles with like my you ninth did. or eighth. I or tried something. to. I got greedy with them. And you... I got so greedy with them. That's yes, okay. sir. You got the Colts, who may not win a game. Very happy to have that Patriot win yesterday. Made me feel good. But yeah, pretty much all the games we had against each other, I I came out on top. I think you took one of them. Um, so that helped me. Uh, got a five-point lead, but we'll see that where that takes us. Um, let's go into what we did last week in our... Our weekly bets here. We're going to start off with odds. I'm going to, similar to last week, I'm just going to run through them. You tell me if you have a uh, a note on anything here. Okay. Mario got his little, I was going to say Italian wow. booty kicks, but it feels Can't like say race that. culturally insensitive. Oh, my 
Um, sorry, he got his little greasy Italian booty kick. At least be accurate. Uh, I picked Josh Allen. He picked uh, Aaron Rodgers. Didn't work out for him. I picked Gibson while he's still a starter. <laughs> he picked Robinson. This was a that close was one, uh, I believe. But Robinson took the point for Mario. That will be the last point he gets in picks. Cooper Cup beat the shit oh. out of Chase. Kelsey beat the shit By out of Chase. By five points Hill. to like no points. I mean, let's relax. <laughs> I think he had like, I want to say he had like 12 to 17 oh, yards, God. somewhere in there. Um, the Defensive-wise, the Rams beat um, Denver in a close one also. Um, Carlson uh, beat York, the uh, Cleveland yeah. prodigy. Um, so Carlson pulled it off. That takes us to our five by fives, where we only had one cash in. But it was a pretty big swing. So Joe Burrow, we had a 10. He was like 15 or 16 in the league last week. Uh, Swift, Mario had a 10. I had a 15. He was like Crazy. four or five for the week uh, on his seven touches or whatever it was. Michael Pittman Jr., Mario had him <laughs> as, as a lock, lock top baby. Five. Top five. Top five. Playing for that amazing offense against Jacksonville's good defense. He's like, this guy's top five broken knee or whatever he's got going on i said uh six to ten he actually finished outside the top 50 because he did not play dalton schultz we both said would be 15 to 20 i didn't even fill that one in but i i he think had he had like one points. point he had points. negative points oh he had because negative he point had two, 18 right? yards yeah. and a fumble <laughs> and a fumble so negative point two finished worse Michael Pittman Jr. was a better tight end than <laughs> Dalton Schultz was. Um, <laughs> Graham Gano uh, here was the Giants kicker. We both had him in this 11 to 15 range. He finished first. Um, no, that could have changed in did. the last two games. It, I don't know did. if I did this before or after it, but I don't think it did. I might have done it after. My lock for the week, the Patriots defense being top 10, 6 to 10. They were 10, or they were, I, th- I want to say they were nine going into the last, um, tied for ninth with like three other teams, going into the uh, last day of games, ended up finishing like 11th, tied for 11th, because I think both the Eagles and the Bills knocked them out. Would have got me two points in this in in a change of events, a three-point swing. It gets Mario one, because he had 11 to 15. So Mario with the only point receiver from the five by fives. Um, that takes us to our final category here, odds. We had five matchups that we differed on last week as far as the spreads. Indianapolis at Jacksonville with Indianapolis as four-point favorites. That's definitely not going to happen for Indy much more <laughs> this year, I got to say. Um, Jacksonville came out on top, and boy, did they come out on top. Could have made them 23-point favorites, and I think they still cover. Because <laughs> um, I think the final there, 24-0, to was it, so. I think? Uh, I don't have remember? in front of me, but that sounds right. Um, a lot to a little, though. Uh, so Mario gets the point. This is where Mario comes storming back for revenge for all the pit player picks that I did earlier. He wins Jacksonville. Miami at Baltimore. Baltimore, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Looking 
great going into that fourth quarter. But, 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 Miami comes back to win it and give Mario a point. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Tampa Bay, two and a half point favorites. New Orleans did not attend. They chose not to, respectfully, oh. not to play the game. Give Tom Brady a courtesy W for all the wins they took off him the last two years. And uh, Tampa Bay got me the point. Then we go into two more points for Mario. Atlanta at LA Rams. Rams 10.5 point favorites. Going into that fourth quarter. This was looking good as well. Then like they're blocking punts and running them back for touchdowns. And they're doing like flips. They're getting safeties. They're doing crazy shit all over the place. And Atlanta brings it within 10. Still loses but gets Mario the point. Minneapolis at Philadelphia. Did I say Minneapolis? Minnesota. I mean, I guess same thing. Uh, (laughs) Minnesota at Philadelphia. Um, Yeah. Same. Good old St. Paul. Um, At Philly. Philly, two and a half point favorites. Mario picked Philly. I picked Minneapolis. I thought Philly would win, but I thought Minneapolis would cover. I thought it would be close because these are two teams I think are both going to be good this year. It did not look that way based off this game. A lot of uh, excellent play from Philadelphia, which I expected, but um, Kirk Cousins didn't want to attend this game in solidarity with New Orleans. So uh, Mario ends up taking four out of five of the odds picks, giving us a combined six and six, I believe. Yes, which leaves Mario one point ahead um, for the for the season so far. Mario, I do have a, a, a question for you. I have two things before we get into Let's this week's stuff. What's our thing with injuries and these, these like, our season-long bets? Like, what's our rule with injuries? Because I'm looking at now, QB1. I have Trey Lance, one of Tough. my boys. I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, I don't think, uh, I think that we just ride with it, right? That's what we what's did our, last. I think we, we just ride, ride with it. Same with all these guys, though. Seasonal web wagers, because I don't think we did that last last year. year. I think uh, because the friend, no, I thought it was like there was injury consolidate. He has to play. That was just it. Like we still counted it. Okay. I thought there was like player limits. Maybe that was just for one or two specific bets or something, where it was like he has to play at least twelve games or whatever. Yeah, I think that if if we make that, Um, we say it. Otherwise, we just ride with it. We got two on that. We got two on okay. our boys. Good to know. Love to see that. I said we got two on, we but got, we also oh, have you Elijah do have Mitchell. Two on, yeah, looking Elijah great Mitchell after this week. So great. Yeah, I think you're doing pretty well though uh, on here. Yeah, oh, Connor got hurt a, a little bit, so. But I think you're doing okay. There's some some misses. Cole Komet's probably not going to get it done for you up there. Um, but bounces out know, Noah Fan. Zach Ertz is good, so. <laughs> anyway, let's take it into this week. Mario, you want to give us our oddies? Is that our first uh Yeah, let's do the yeah. odds. Uh, since this is the one I dominated last week. It only makes sense. I cover them this week. This time we had six differences. <laughs> we love to see. Um, first difference, Vegas at Tennessee. The line is Vegas by two and a half. Brady went with Vegas. I went with Tennessee. Tennessee, like, they can't be this bad forever, right? Like, I know no A.J. Brown. I know Tannehill stinks. But they've had two tough matchups the first two games of the season. So I think Henry finally figures it out. And this is the week where he gets three touchdowns. Tennessee wins it. 
It could could be it's gonna be close, I think. But when you give me two and a half, what I basically do is who do I think is gonna win? And it's so small that like I'm just gonna pick who I think is gonna win. It's what I should have done with Philadelphia, Minnesota last week. And instead, I was like, eh, I think it's going to be close, so I'll just bet on it being close. This one, I was like, who do I think is going to win? Just give it to them. That's fair. Move on. Next. Uh, yeah, maybe Devontae Adams will do better without the pressure of his family in attendance. Yeah, that's Next true. Next, we got uh, New Orleans at... I think he was sitting at front. <laughs> actually, he caught the touchdown, brought it to like, them, and oh, just was like, I'll watch it from here. Um, and he did. <laughs> can't say no to grandma you gotta do what you gotta do <laughs> next we got new orleans at carolina divisional game on the line is new orleans by three three you picked carolina i picked new orleans famous Jameis bounce back game uh he can't be bad two weeks in a row and carolina stinks so bad as someone with a, that owns dj Moore, i don't, I don't know, know that they do baker just has no time to throw Right, but they've been in both games, it feels like. They've yeah. been competitive. Not that they've played the best teams, but I think I don't think New Orleans is the best team. So that helps. If Jameis look, I look at it this way. If Jameis bounces back, great for my fantasy team that has to start him over <laughs> Dak. Uh if he doesn't, Carolina can win. <laughs> maybe uh maybe it's time we have a, a Henry get straight game. Maybe it's time we have a McCaffrey oh. get straight game. Or I'll also take a Kamara get straight game. Kamara. No, he didn't play last week. That's right. He did okay. Not, no. That one, just an ugly game. Okay, next. This one tugged on my heartstrings. Two teams I'm a big fan of. Jacksonville at the Chargers. The line is Chargers by seven. I think this is the biggest spread of the week. Brady picked Chargers. I picked Jacksonville. Seems lunacy that Jacksonville on the road keeps it within a touchdown. But damn it, I am sipping the Kirk Kool-Aid, the Robinson Kool-Aid. I'm just so involved in this team. Yeah, I'm sipping the Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Perfect, so you like Jacksonville. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I, I'm sipping the he's oh. bad Kool-Aid. Um. I think Kirk's been good. I think Robinson's good. And I think it could be a close game too. I just, I'm, I'm choosing to believe in the Chargers. And if the Chargers are going to be a playoff team this year, they got to start putting distance on themselves and average teams. That's my thoughts. You're right. If the Chargers, if the Chargers. And so I'm hoping they make that jump. They got a good defense. So. Or they can have a good defense. Yeah, they are stacked on paper. They are stacked on paper. And if they want, you're right. If (laughs) if you want to be a good team, you have to beat bad teams. Like you can't keep it close with bad teams. I and like you said, Jacksonville's looking a little cute this year. They're looking like they could be finally like growing what they were hoping to grow last year. There, all they needed was Kirk. They the best signing anyone's ever seen. so I think they're a solid team. They're like the Detroit uh, Lions, like their team that you know people were down on. That could be a medium team. Maybe one of them will steal a wild card spot or something. Um, but if you're the Chargers, you're trying to be like, I'm the Bills. I'm the 
you know, it's bad to say Bengals this year, but like, I'm they want to be the Chiefs now. They want to be a team that teams are scared to face. Well, you got to beat okay teams by seven to do that. So we'll, we'll see, see if, if they, they do. do. Eckler oh. bounce back game. A lot of a lot running of back running. bounce back games. Going <laughs> when all here. the running backs are so bad, it leaves the opportunity for bouncing back. And we have another bounce back <laughs> one here. Atlanta at Seattle. The line is Seattle by two. So truly just a toss up. I don't see the running um, back here. Well, we'll get there. You, Brady picked Seattle. I picked <laughs> Cordell Patterson's Atlanta Falcons. Um, I mean, he was just definitely limited last week. I'll also say, watching the game, Atlanta versus the Rams, Patterson did split carries, like, pretty dead on 50-50 with Aguilar. Not Aguilar. It was. With Algier. 10-10. So that's a little scary as a Patterson owner. Yeah. 10-10 um, on that one. I didn't. You, are I mean, you in spirit, I am. I like to think that I am, um, in my heart. That's how I feel about St. <laughs> Brown. I love St. Brown. I just couldn't get him this you year. You went high. Lindsay got him for me in her school. No, in, in the league, you and I are in because uh, St. Brown went against me and put up okay. thirty points against me. Yeah. Okay. I love him. I wanted to support him this year, but like where I could get him just wasn't. It wasn't working out. Big tough. But, uh, yeah, so in this game, I did the same thing as the first one. Seattle by two. Okay, who do I think is going to win? Seattle, so I just picked them. I believe I have them, too, and you have Atlanta, so that might help. I, or you um, I picked. You have both. Yeah, I picked Atlanta, so tough, um, but, but we'll see. And we'll also, I'm curious to see about, like, the running back situation in Seattle. Um, I feel like that's kind of just like a shit show ever since our boy Carson went away to RB heaven. Right, right. Well, it's a pits. Oh God, pits! Drop pits. If you have pits, drop them. Save yourself the pain. Trade them to anyone who will take them. You I really would, think I that? Would. You're you're saying as a fantasy analyst right now, you're saying Pitts is not a top twelve tight end for you the rest of the season. No, he is not. He is He's worth, worth dropping. dropping. Pitts does okay. not finish as a top twelve fantasy tight end, and I would put that on the board. It Let's is. do it. Hold it on. But you're, wait, 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 wait. What There's stipulation, stipulation do you want? I asked you if Pitts was a top 12 fantasy tight end the rest Got of the you. way. Not including the first two weeks. That's not, the including, not including the first two weeks. All right, if you can calculate it and not do some cheating ass math where... No, there's definitely like fantasy pros you could calculate people's stats from week three to week seven. Okay, fine. From week three to week 17, he is does not finish as a top... But by the end of that week 17, he's not 12 or higher. I was liking the way you were phrasing yeah. it originally. <laughs> he does not finish a top 12 in that time span. Oh, I, I think he might do that. that. He might do that. You don't think he'll have one top 12 week in the next in the rest of the season? I think the fans are going to be so vocal about not getting him the ball. It's almost like the Eagles last year when they're like, hey, morons, <laughs> run the ball. And they were like, okay, maybe you're on to something. And then they went crazy. Like, it's like, wait, we're supposed to pass to Pitts? Although you, I definitely feel like begrudging coach from his response to people being like, why are you not passing the pits? And he was like, we're not running a fantasy team. 
Yeah, you ain't running anything. You have like the worst team in the league, guy. And you have Pitts blocking. Oh my god. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know what Atlanta's doing. It's Atlanta. crazy. I mean, I didn't land in a win, so I mean who knows. My my pick, I liked Pitts going into the season as a discounted tight end because you could get the other boys, Andrews and Kelsey, like three rounds earlier. Pitts sometimes fell to like that fifth round or something. And I was like, with the upside he could have, that's great because maybe he won't be as good at last year in yards, but you expect him to have more touchdowns with Mariota compared to Ryan um, just because his touchdowns was not equivalent to what he was expected to have last year. But I didn't account for them being like, what if we just don't throw him the ball? So we'll see how that goes now. Take it from there. Yeah. Also, we're a big fan of Drake London. Like, Drake London looked like an absolute stud of a stud in this game. In, um, in the last week's game, Atlanta, the Rams. I think I saw that Drake London is the first rookie mm-hmm. to have five receptions, 70 receiving yards in their first two games since Stephon Diggs, which is high praise. Yeah, it means that he's both playing well and literally the focal point of the offense, which is not what's happening to Pitts. <laughs> no, Pitts is a bum. Okay. Uh, hey, if the coach like that, they get to parade that stat around. That's good for them. Here's another stat. Len is 0-2. <laughs> There's my stat for you, coach. How do you like that stat? <laughs> Drake London can be a uh, um, rookie of the year, and you can get fired. <laughs> Let's do that one. Unless he had a prop bet. Maybe he is in the Calvin Ridley camp and is like, yo, Calvin, take this prop bet, Drake London, rookie of the year. <laughs> oh, don't even talk to me about yearly bets, oh, Mario. Saquon Barkley, lead the league in rushing yards. It's currently happening. Philadelphia Eagles, most wins in the league. We're on our way. Huh. Okay. We're we got on two odds way. left. Um, we'll bang them out. Battle Let's of the Bay it. is the first one. Green Bay at Tampa Bay. The line is Tampa Bay by two and a half. Brady picked Tampa. I picked Green. My thinking, Mike Evans is out. Tom Brady looks like a shell of himself. Leonard Fournette can't find the end zone anymore. Tom Brady, even though he hates his wide receivers, he still has his main boy, Aaron Jones, who's now going to get 30 points a week. I don't know. That's just it. Rolling green. You forget Perriman. Oh, Perriman's my God. Perriman. Is Godwin work. still playing? Is Godwin hurt? <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, he didn't play I, last he plays week. this no. week. God, Evans doesn't so play Maybe he'll week. be good this week. Evans won't play this week unless he disputes the suspension and then gets it pushed back further. Would be big brain. Um, Julio Hones. We don't know what's happening with our boy. Um, yeah, it's interesting. They both don't have any wide receivers. So it's going to be playoff Lenny versus... Uh, good old Aaron Jones, Corey. Uh, is that Corey Dillon? Am I? Is that the Patriots? AJ Dillon, running back. AJ Dillon. AJ Corey Dillon. Dillon. Yeah. yeah, Corey Dillon. I don't Corey think Dillon. he uses a cane to walk at this point. 
I'm like, that's a guy for sure, but that's not the one I'm trying to think of. Um, yeah, I don't know. It could go either way. Uh, less than three points. Pick who you think is going to win. And I picked Tampa Bay to win the game. Um, San Francisco, Mark. Take home. us home. Here we are knocking on the door. San Francisco at Denver. The line is San Fran, minus one and a half. Brady picked San Fran. I picked Denver. Jimmy G, I know he's a winner. Not today. Russ is finally going to cook a microwave meal because he just needs to, like, get back into cooking, uh, start from scratch. Even though, even though the Denver coach, I think this is his first year as a coach, he might already be on the hot seat. Like, he might get fired by the end of this year. He's that bad. I think the only good thing for him so far is that they won a game. So, that's nice. Um, at least they're not 0-2 and he's feeling that pressure. Um, so, I don't know. I think the fans are on him probably right now more than I think he's feeling any heat yet. But, if the fans are already at your throat, your leash for decision making is a lot smaller. So it's only a matter of time unless they can go on a run here, regain that fan confidence, and then uh, he's kind of already got that smell on him. Um, (laughs) The fans already doubt he's good at making the right calls. So even if they go on a run where they have no call issues and win five in a row, if they lose the next one and there's any sort of call people can argue with, they're going to be like, this guy yeah. sucks. And it's going to be like, uh, you know, it's not, it's, I think he's in a tough spot because I think they have to like make a deep playoff run or make like do something big in order to get the stench of like, he's a bad coach yeah. off of it. Cause that's what people think already based on his decision. Um, really to kick it is the main one that their, their focus that's is on. I think. One. But, like, when I look at what Russell Wilson's done, that kick maybe seems more and more like the right call. <laughs> like, the more I see this offense <laughs> you, play, I'm you like, have to maybe th- fourth and five yeah, is pretty tough. You have to think, he's the one that's seen the most of Russell Wilson throw. So he's like, guys, like, I know what you want to see, but trust me, you can't make this. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's the better coach and it just didn't work out, you know? Sometimes the right call just doesn't work out. I'm not saying it is. It's probably not. But, like, I've always been an anti-Russell Wilson guy. I don't think he's bad or anything. I just don't think he's, like, an elite QB, even when he had some of his better seasons. And I think the same thing of Tua. Now, uh, obviously, Tua hasn't proven himself like Russ has. So I don't even think he's an okay QB or, you know, a good QB, I should say. Um, But... I just think he's average at best, maybe. And, man, to see that that dude be good for one quarter and everybody on Twitter talk about, like, the second coming of Christ. They're, like, comparing him, like, look at this list of QBs who had six touchdowns and 450 yards in the last 10 years. Oh, a lot of bad names. My, my own brother-in-law coming at me on Twitter. Wow, a lot of bad QBs on that list. Yeah, make it 11 years. And then Matt Flynn's on that list. Who's Matt Flynn, you say? Well, backup Yo, Packers uh, QB who played in like week 17. Matt Flynn got paid by Seattle. 
But he got paid for a three-year contract. I think it was San Seattle. Francisco, maybe. Uh, it was right before they Seattle? drafted Russell Wilson. Uh, was Russell Wilson it was right the one before they drafted out? Russell Wilson. They backed up the Brinks truck. And then they drafted Russell Wilson, and then this guy didn't even start. Like, even after getting that concept, didn't start. So, yeah, Tua may be great one day. But my dudes, my brother-in-law is even like, every time he pops off, I'm going to be coming in here letting you know. And I was just like, you didn't let me know much last year. There was not much to let me know about oh. then, was there? We've seen a year and a half. We've seen a year of this guy. Has it been a year or two years? It's this two is years so far. Third year? Of media. Yeah. His first year, I think he played like 10 games. Because it was Fitzmagic. Because Fitzmagic was there. Last year. Right. And I think last year he started like 13 or something like that. Um, and we've seen for those 23 games or so, mediocre to slightly below mediocre play. Like, I think his, his TD interception ratio was like 16 to 11 or something last year. And uh, he had like 3,200 yards or something around there, I believe. Um, when I looked at it, he's just been mediocre at best. And he was mediocre the first game of the season and he was mediocre for the first three quarters of this game and then he goes out there he throws three bombs under throws Tyreek Hill on two of them where he has to slow up a little bit luckily for him Tyreek was 20 <laughs> feet away from the guy covering him but you know like they weren't terrible throws I'm not here to shit on his throws and he made some throws that I thought were really good that game so I, I don't want to disparage him anytime you have six touchdowns you played a good game but to say like he's gonna be I, we told you all the Tua haters, we told you, he played good in one quarter, even though it's been two years oh. of mediocre. Like, I, it's crazy to me. I, but ju- I digress. Russell Wilson is that, but good on the next level. He's slightly better to Oh, my gosh. I mean, listen. A good if, QB who disguises okay, himself so as a leader. If Russ has done enough where he's won a Super Bowl and lost a Super Bowl. So if Tua, by that logic, maybe Tua gets you to one and loses it, that's pretty good still. Right, if if he's Russ, but the way I see it is like there's certain QB tiers. You have elite, you have good, you have okay. And then you have Tua. Bad oh, and Tua. terrible. And then Tua. And what? <laughs> no, Tua, <laughs> I think Tua is either an okay QB who people are going to say is good, whereas Russell Wilson's a good QB that people are going to say, or a great QB who people say is elite which I don't believe in. Mm. You know what I mean? That's more where, where I'm sitting kind of thing. And you could have good years. Like like uh, Cam Newton's winning MVP. Even Matt Ryan had a good year, but other years he's just okay to good, you know? So I think that's more in where Russell Wilson's range is than being like this elite QB every year. He's not Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or Peyton Manning. So... I think two is like the bottom, the lower. He's the what's his like the discount Russell Wilson, where he's an okay to maybe solid QB, who people think is a he's good. He's the to discount great QB, double check. Where where I don't really fall into that camp. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But either way, one point five on the spread. Yeah. <laughs> Pick the team you think is gonna win. I'm picking San Francisco. Oh, Just to wrap, wrap that, that one up. up with those are the odds. Um, I don't know if there's any. Let's five, five by five. five I just did a quick skim. 
of the other games that we agreed on. Uh, I just want to say there was Cincinnati at Jets. Cincinnati oh, yeah. by four and a half. We both picked Cincinnati. I almost picked the Jets because they've already proven they have Cincinnati's number, but like this is a get. That was my thought. The that was the voice in the Jets are back bad, but you never pick the Jets. You never pick the Jets. Uh, we both picked. I'm surprised by the I was bottom about to say one. We on both that picked list. Dallas. Dallas versus Dallas Giants. Upset the Giants. I think the Giants could win, and they should based off how this year's gone already. They should. They're the better team so far, but. I'm sticking to my never pick New York teams <laughs> rule, and I just didn't pick them. <laughs> uh, until it, like, really starts roughing me up, and every week I'm like, no Giants, and they're like 6-0, and and you just taking <laughs> points off of me. I think they're going to stay yeah, in the basement. Agree. I think they're big-time phonies. Um, mm. Okay. Let's see who we have next. Yeah, so the 5x5s. Five five, so I can jump into these. Um, so we have one similarity that we don't really touch on but that's matt prater matt prater the arizona's kicker versus the rams we both think he's going to finish in that 11 to 15 range um so go on. yeah i don't really have a hand nah, on he's a him kicker and he's not a kicker i'm really familiar with so outside the top 10 it's my thing when yeah when you get to that point where you're like in a kicker or even tight end range my, mo- my main thing is, like, do I really feel strongly about this guy or really feel bad about them? And if it's no, I just go the direction that I feel about them. So if I feel like, ah, uh, I don't like him that much, he'll be 11 to 15. If I feel, oh, I do like him a little, he'll be in 6 to 10, basically. And that's how he'll fall, like, on that fence pick. I have to either really like him or really hate him for them to go pretty much beyond there when it comes to the smaller categories like tight end, oh kicker, my God. defense. Here, I, I'll say I'm not going to belittle really. any of the positions. All the positions are equally loved in my eyes. Nobody is a little person here. Um, okay. Wow, you heard it first. Mario doesn't Ooh, like a little that. Next we got uh, Tom Brady, Tampa versus Green Bay. Um Oh, here's another similarity. We both picked uh, 11 and 15, but this was my lock of the week. I feel so confident he's going to finish that 11 and 15. No Mike Evans, probably no Godwin. If they do win this game, which I don't think they will, I think Fournette gets his first touchdown and Tom Brady continues to be droppable. So what 11 to 15, not really droppable, but (laughs) go off King. Um, <laughs> that's either a starter or a borderline starter, but go off, go off. On top of that, that means you think he has one less pass catching target than last week. Mike Evans isn't going to be there. And he put up eight points last week and you're like, still 11 to 15 instead of being like 25 to 30. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I'm... that's your that lock. That is my lock. <laughs> <laughs> he is going to finish exactly where he was minus a guy. But so here's the thing. If Godwin does come back, then Godwin's Evans is just doing that little flippy floppy. So continue to stay where he is. But then he, if he stays where he is, he's like 25 to 30. Eight points is not top 15. Top 15 is like 16 What's points. your logic here? Because <laughs> you clearly thought that he is 11 to 15. My logic is he probably gets like 12 points and like ends up or, or like 12 to 16. Maybe I guess is my logic. I don't think he's going to get eight again. I think 
he still doesn't have his plethora of wide receivers, but his whole career he's made it work with whoever the fuck he has. Kind of like he did last game. The only problem with last game is New Orleans wasn't doing anything, so he didn't have to do anything. Tom Brady notoriously like plays games close. He does what he has to do, and that's <laughs> it. Whether he's losing them or winning them. Like that's Crazy. why so many of his games are decided by a field goal kick and like, you know, Vinatieri uh, kicking the game winner. Um, so because New Orleans took it easy, Tom Brady's just handing the ball off. They're getting yards. They're eating up clock. Um, Green Bay is going to stick it closer, I think, because Aaron Rodgers is very similar to Tom Brady. He's going to be gunning it to try and catch up. He's not going to be down by ten and just like taking it easy like New Orleans seemed to be. Um. So I think it will be close, and I think it will drive his his fantasy uh, value up. But I think he'll finish like 16, maybe. I don't think he's going to have a 20 or higher week, which would yet. be top 10 for me. So I just kind of aired on the 11 to 15. Hasn't yet. Nope. Hasn't passed 10 yet. Okay. What do we got next? Next we have, um, yeah, that's painful, not passing 10 yet. Come on, Tom Brady. DeAndre Swift. Uh, at Minnesota, projected to finish 10. Brady's got him 6-10. to 10. I've got him top 5. But Brady has him at 6-10. to 10. Lock of the week. So please go off, King. I think he's. I think it's going to be a comeback week for running backs. Uh, last week we saw wide receivers really doing the work. We saw DeAndre Swift get 7 carries or whatever and be a top 5 back with just that. Um, what well, his uh, his fantasy total seemed to amount to eighty yards and a touchdown. It looked like because I think he had sixteen point two or something like that. And uh, I think he's he possibly could put up sixteen point two again. I think this week sixteen point two would be out of the top five. I think it would put him in the six to ten range. Um, even if he gets a little more than that, I'm feeling a six to ten range for him. Um, and. I'm not convinced he's like fully healthy. They were very babyish to him. Like I said, he didn't have much to, he, he wasn't involved very much. Um, so I think if they were apprehensive this game, they could go into this game with a little apprehension as well. And then it comes down to just getting lucky, getting the score and, and getting out of there. So I, I think in my head, I think he finishes six to 15 range. I just think, you know, the dude had seven carries last week and finished top five, so I'm going to err on the side of uh, six to ten instead of... <laughs> See, my thinking is, like you said, this is the week running backs come back, including DeAndre Swift. He's going to come back and finish top five again. We have not learned from the error of our ways. Well, I have. Oh, how is that supposed to happen, Mar? We have a Derrick Henry <laughs> comeback game scheduled. We have a McCaffrey, Kamara... And Eckler game scheduled. You said James Robinson comeback game. Aaron Jones, you said, was popping <laughs> off. Lenny Fournette's getting his first touchdown. People are going wild out someone, here. Not to mention Javante Williams putting Denver on his back. Magic was talking about, because um, now he's in media, he's doing the Thursday night games. He mentioned, like, when he calls players, he says, like, oh, yeah. like, this guy's a top three quarterback. He's a top three guy. But he never, he like, he has, like, ten top three guys. It's just there's so many in that top three. So just like running backs, there's all of these right, top right. five guys, and Swift is one of them. <laughs> it should be tiered, maybe. Top, he's in, he's the, top in the top five tier, maybe, is a better backs. way to say that. 
Well, let's hope he's in our collective top fives, but the f- actual analytics <laughs> six to ten. All right. So That's this was a repeat is. last week if you're paying attention at home. So we have another one. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr., Indy at uh, Kansas City. Michael Pittman Jr., of course, injured last week, so put up zero points. Brady got him at that 16 to 20 range. I got him right on the money at that 6 to 10. He's healthy. He's bouncing back. Frank Reich is looking at the film and saying, yeah, that ain't happening again. Michael Pittman, get your ass out there. We're throwing you the ball 15 times. They could. They could. If he's healthy. If he's healthy. That's the key. We don't know that he will be. I was I was thinking it would be fun to just put a 40 <laughs> over or whatever it is. Just ride that one out and then make it your lock. So it's like, look, he's either playing or he's not. 50-50, oh right? So if he's not, I get the lock. If he is, I still have to predict what range he's in. So the lock is so much harder to do that way. So what I do have to say about our locks this week, Mario, if you get your lock and get the double points... You only get one still because I get a point as well. Whereas if I get my double, you're getting zero. So the swing of our monumental is very significant. Yes. Oh, take us to the Ertzy boy. Zach Ertz, Arizona versus LA. Um, Brady's got him six to ten. I've got him eleven to fifteen. Ertz, former Eagle, love ya, but Arizona's a bunch of phonies. No Arizona player will ever finish in the top ten of their position. I, I don't know about that. I, Kyler Murray may have just done that last week. <laughs> if I'm being honest. Um, how quickly we turn on Marquise Brown, too. Hollywood. To Hollywood has gone soft on me. Vitriol. Mario used to love Eckler. I mean, uh, Ertz. Mario, you ever hear... What's that ship uh, from... The USS Constitution. But basically, it's like a... Sh- no, it, it, the basic story is there's a ship, right? And so, like, the mast breaks. So they change the mast out and put a new one. Like, the side panel breaks. They change it, put a new one. It might be the ship of Perseus. I don't even remember what it was. But as it breaks, they keep replacing the parts. Till eventually everything's a new part. Is it still that same ship? Since it's all new parts? So you think Colorado's phonies. They took your wide receiver you love, put him there. They took your tight end you love, they put him there. They put your running back you love. They, they put him phonies? there. Oh. Who do you? Who's still the phonies? The wide receiver is your boy. Tight end's your boy. The running back's your boy. The only guy who's still there is the QB. So, like, you must just think I mean, Kyler's Tyler. a phony then. Because you love the other guys. I think, Kyler, I think Kyler's my Tua. I, I think that's fair. Kyler's – Kyler feels to me more like a Cam Newton kind of guy who can have like a good year here and there, but like eventually he'll get hurt. And eventually when he's not as mobile, he won't be as good. I love the Twitter post about him running like a kid who like stole something and just like waddling <laughs> away. <laughs> he kind of does look like that, which is great. But um, yeah, so I'm starting to learn like this whole phony thing. I don't know if you're uh, still as invested in it. Oh my God. And now I will bring it home with the last pick. Um, which feels crazy considering like my last couple options and everything else I've been saying about this episode, but the Buccaneers defense, Tampa versus green Bay, you have them 11 to 15. I have Tampa's defense top five. 
So I'm just playing the odds here. Either Green Bay. <laughs> yeah, you're like. <laughs> Green Bay's getting absolutely shit house, but they're going to win. <laughs> three to oh six. Oh, my God. I mean, this is going to be the kind of game where the Bucks defense has three pick sixes, but uh, Aaron Rodgers still somehow comes out on top. This one, I don't. This one, we're just playing the odds. Uh, oh. Bucks defense is just so damn good. We're just playing both sides of the coin here. And we have Bucks defense, so we always boost up our dudes. That's a theme. The way I pick defense is top five defenses got a touchdown. And you can't predict the touchdowns. God only knows when you're going to get them. So I don't even pick top fives. It's either like, do I think they're going to be a great defense or do I think they're going to be solid for if I have them in 6 to 10 or 11 to 15? I think. Tampa Bay is going to be solid, but Aaron Rodgers, notoriously not a big turnover guy, oh. right? So all your turnover points that you get, you're not getting anymore. Um, how much did he have last year? Like three, like five, single digit like crazy interceptions. Like <laughs> it's crazy. Um, so like, is this a game where he throws one of them? Maybe, but is it a game where he throws multiple? Probably not. Um, but so I'm just banking on that. That's how I made my decision. I'm like, they're either going to be six to 10, 11 to 15, which is usually around like eight or nine points, seven points sometimes. And so I'm like, uh, they'll be somewhere around there. And I just happen to fall on the lower side just because I do, even with it in a weakened state, I do tend to give Green Bay's offense a little berth. He had four interceptions last year, if I'm reading this right. Four. <laughs> and he played, what, 16 games? He played he 16 out the last game? games. 37 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Excuse me, four, so he four got interceptions. Intercep- four interceptions. Oh, so he got an interception once every four games. Is this and I think he had one in week one. So uh, is this is this the this game? Where he just piles I think he had multiple. He gets in week three one, here so. and never throws one again. <laughs> All right, oh, that's boy. that section. Um, I think our last section is where we just rattle off our player picks that go head to head. You want to say your teams first, and then I'll just wrap it up yes, with sir. mine. Sure, sounds good. Uh, I went with Jalen Hurts. He runs a lot. Could get hurt eventually. Decent matchup. Um, so my thoughts are, why not use him now? Went with, um, 2022 rushing yard leader, Saquon Barkley to really pack on the yards, uh, in this next matchup with Dallas here. Um, then I went with the good St. Brown, Amon <laughs> Ra St. Brown as my wide receiver. Um, I just think it's a, it's a good, uh, opportunity for him here. I'm hoping Detroit and uh, Minnesota give us like a good game where it's some scoring can come. Hopefully Kirk cousin gets the rattles off. Justin Jefferson starts catching balls and Detroit has to start slinging as well. Um, then I have Zach Ertz as my tight end um, who Mario notoriously hates <laughs> um, calls him a phony as my defense special teams. I have the Baltimore Ravens going up against the new England Patriots um this is more like just a lower scoring game probably it's kind of like mario's uh top five finish for the buccaneers d even though he thinks green bay is (laughs) going to do well um 
I'm hedging my bets. If Baltimore's defense does well, I can feel happy that maybe I get a point here. If they do terrible, I can feel happy about a Patriots dub, perhaps. And then for kicker, I finished with uh, Justin Tucker. You know, they're going to uh, – the Patriots defense is pretty stout. Baltimore is a good offense for moving the ball. So there could be a lot of, like, stopping them before the goal line, kick the field goal kind of work here. And I don't anticipate New England going up probably at all, but even by, like, large numbers. So it's not like Baltimore is going to have to go for touchdowns like you would if you were chasing someone. Um, so we could see a lot of kicks going on here. What about you, Mr. Yeah. Morrow? so rattling off mine really quick. We got Joe Burrow for quarterback. He's due to come back. Dalvin Cook just got thrashed by the Eagles defense. I can't imagine he gets such few opportunities again. Devontae Adams talked about how he had the fewest target share, like, ever uh, for him. So I think he bounces back. I think the coach just takes a look at him and be like, yo, He's our best player. We just did all this work to get him. Let's fuel him. Tight end, we got Hawkinson. We're kind of just riding, you know, riding that Lions high. Eagles defense. Go Birds. We're playing um, Washington. So we're getting to see Wentz for the first time. Um, you know how good Wentz is at throwing at Eagles receivers. Honestly, not. So maybe that's a bad pick. And then uh, Ryan Suckup, our kicker, Tampa Bay's kicker. He did me well in fantasy, so we got to honor our boy here. That's it. This is so James Cook, very interesting uh, running back decision. Cook, I'll see how comma, that pays out for Dalvin, you. there um, it is. Lock it in. Nah, I think it's you're already committed to it. I think Adam, comma Johns. Um, but yeah, interesting week ahead. Time to take the lead back in this. I think I've let you have your fun for two weeks nice. long enough. Um, I took my lead back in league draft. I think it's time for me to. Uh, take it back here if i don't if you start kicking my ass in web wagers and i start keep kicking ass in league draft we know that one person cannot contain both <laughs> at the same time that's what we've learned here because last year you were beating me in league draft pretty much the whole way through i was beating you in web wagers the whole way through so if it changes now we know why we can never have both <laughs> that's true but this is the year where we come out with both of them i feel good about that i will say it does hurt seeing our league draft be, like, such a butt. Um, but we'll get it together. They just need a... It's a literal shit show. I was so thinking bad. this last, like, before the two games yesterday. You've got one, two, three, four, five, six. You got six undefeated teams. One of them's the Giants. Hell yeah. So we'll just say five. <laughs> So like Chiefs Bucks Bucks look like shit kind of. Chiefs look solid. Like, you know, they're they're not they don't look like the Bills, which is how they used to look like, just a monstrous team, but they look good. Um Eagles look great. Giants look like great for the but Giants, but, but they're they don't still look the like Giants, a great but they're still no the team. Giants. Right. Bills look excellent. Dolphins look great last game, first game. Mm, they won but they didn't look so great. So when you look at it, there's like two or three, maybe Chiefs, Eagles, Bills that look like powerhouse teams here. And the rest of them are all just kind of hanging around. Um, so it's it's interesting to see how this, this league is just like being split kind of. I don't know who to predict it. A lot of these uh, choices we make here in the odds are going to be a lot tougher because there's been so much like – 
like an even spread of wins and losses. There's not as many giants. Yeah, we so talked far about it season. earlier, but the odds. I think seven was the biggest spread, and there was a whole lot of between that four to six range, which I feel like normally you get like an eight or mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe this is just a week of all even matches, right. so, but that doesn't feel right either. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, we'll see. But thanks for joining us here, folks. Mario's feeling good. I'm feeling good. You're feeling good. Take That's us it. Home, so everybody, please give us a follow on Twitter at Not A Comp Podcast, where we tweet often, especially when a new episode comes out. Um, I've been writing articles over at QB List. I usually get retweet the specific ones I post or I write. You don't have to read all the articles; just read the ones I write. Pad those numbers specifically. Um, otherwise. Uh, bless your lineup, eat your veggies, peace.